0: gentlemen wednesday night wallop episode 17 of season four Ryland turner it's kyle joseph it's dynamite we're talking about dynamite it's aw episode, dynamite. it's episode 18 my man it, is it 18 god yeah. damn, we're god damn. yeah Oof. all right kyle how are you
1: i'm good um i'm um we have a, a great native wrestling uh, that we got to watch. But before we get into it, you should talk about the great night of wrestling you had this weekend.
0: Yeah, Saturday night, I went uh, into Kingston to watch uh, Saturday night's main event, WWE production. Uh, it's they're, Theming the house shows, can I just say, uh, a great idea. Making it seem like a bigger deal than it actually is, I think is a really good idea. Um, and it was a great show. Trish Stratus appeared and was a part of uh, multiple segments on the show uh we got some great wrestling an awesome main event and man kingston kingston ontario kyle a hot wrestling crowd let me just say uh it was loud uh i was it was the closest i've ever been at a wwe show i was i think fourth row on the floor so an exciting exciting time kevin owens uh big pop trish stratus obviously a big pop Uh, i'm trying to think who else got riddle riddle is 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 over as fuck I will say that the Seth Rollins also very over, um, but no, uh, r- a really good show. Uh, I thought uh, five stars for me on that one. Five stars.
1: There you go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see those uh, those house shows still. Um, based on what you described, the wrestlers really showing up for it. I thought that was that was really cool.
0: Yeah absolutely like again you're getting a show where you you, you can assume that no titles are going to change hands but also like you're getting really quality wrestling like I saw Bianca Belair versus Io Sky like that's a good match no matter if it's on a house show if it's on Monday Night Raw if it's on pay-per-view that's a good match yeah 100% it's very talented wrestlers you've seen Io quite a bit yes yes I, I I've been very lucky with Io <laughs> definitely
1: uh, so, as we always do before we get into our show this week, I think it's time to talk about the news from the wrestling world. It is the Wednesday Night Roundup.
0: It's the Wednesday Night Roundup. Goddamn, Kyle, we got some news this week. We got
1: quite a bit. We'll rattle through it pretty quickly. Uh... Up with your man's punk.
0: Okay, so like, here's the thing: we got we he cuts the promo last week, and we get a bunch of rumors that oh, there's a bunch of heat in the locker room, and and he's not happy. People didn't think he was going to show up for work. He didn't. They didn't think he was going to show up. A dynamite in the same place. In the same place that he walked out of in WWE. He's not going to show up. And and don't get me wrong. Some some viable journalists have reported that there are disturbances but i think to go to say that this guy is not enjoying himself and then not um and and he might not show up for work and he he might quit like listen wrestling twitter if i could be so blunt as to say fuck off already like like, just let the story happen. If this guy is just cutting promos to, to keep people invested in stories that haven't necessarily finished, great. If he's causing problems in the locker room, that's not great. But I I feel like the locker room drama, and I think we talked about this off air, is very overblown. There's definitely some stuff with him and Cabana. And and, and listen, I, I will go on record to say here that I think Cole Cabana is great. I think that um, he is w- certainly one of the best of the last 20 years. One of the best to, to lace a pair of boots. I I, I I think that 100%. But we're dealing in a situation with a guy who is arguably the biggest star in AEW. And I'm not saying that Cole Cabana doesn't deserve a spot or shouldn't have a spot because Punk is on the roster. But what I'm saying is, is that for me? Ring of Honor is fine. Like I like Cole Cabana is also in his forties. Let's not let's not shy away from that. This is not a guy who's being held down who's in his early twenties because Punk doesn't like him. This is that there's there's definitely some heat between the two of them, and I don't dis, I don't agree that he shouldn't necessarily be featured, but he's getting a spot in Ring of Honor that's been very well documented. So like. I, even if Ring of Honor isn't what it once was, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I'm okay with this. Like, I, I don't think that, like, I don't, and I also, I don't think that Punk's going anywhere going, I don't want Cabana anywhere near me in the locker room. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want him on the same show as me. You should put him in Ring of Honor. I don't think he's he's politicking Hulk Hogan style.
1: Here's what I'll say about this. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it very quickly because the the whole thing, like, Punk and personally, I think that Punk and Cabana need to, if they haven't already, because we don't know what's happened in the backstage or what their situation is, but if they haven't already, they need to sit down in a room like grown-ups, hash things out, and be done with it, and be able to work in the same place, because they're in the same place. Right. And both of them hate WWE to the point where they're not going to go anywhere else. And number two... Um, I will say this, and some of the things I've talked about with guys like Chris Jericho, for example, Chris Jericho has been a heel most of the time that he's been in this company, and he has done a lot of praising of younger talent. He puts a lot of guys over, both in the ring and out of the ring. He talks about how talented people are. He calls them, you know, stupid idiots, but he never denies, especially when he's on commentary, that these are, you know, talented individuals and they're worthy of of the opportunities that they're getting. Whereas the I, you had the Punk promo number one last week. I didn't have it on my list because it rubbed me the wrong way. I really do think that it is. Especially for a guy as truly talented as Hangman Page is, to sort of, like, dismiss him and wave him away is dumb. And it went, like, if that was the plan... Hold on, I
0: I don't mean to interrupt, but to that point, we don't know that's what he was
1: doing. But, like, my point is that whatever the plan was, I didn't think that part of the promo was productive or helpful or making me more interested in the match between the two of them. Fair enough. So Fair I think enough. that's the big thing, is like I know like there, and it's a fine line. You wanna you wanna be able to get heat and stuff like that when you're doing heel work, but at the same time, especially because, you know, they were in Charleston, which is not um, home turf for Hangman, but close to it. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it would behoove him more to be a bit more um, on the up and up. And after tonight, I don't know what to make of this of any of the CM Punk stuff because this was tonight was weird. It, it certainly was a
0: weird episode of Dynamite. That's for sure. Um,
1: we'll get into the next bit of news. Uh, apparently, Road Dogg is headed to back to WWE.
0: Yes, apparently he's going to be heading the uh, create. Um, he's an exec. He has an executive role leading house shows and and whatnot, uh, similar to what Jeff Jarrett was doing. And that leads to the next bit of news. Jeff Jarrett is out. Road Dog is in. The Roadie is taking over once again. So, man, Jeff Jarrett's been lip syncing this entire time, man. Degeneration
1: X keeps getting uh, revived. On, I feel like it was only a matter of time before we get another uh, NXT in your house with uh, a Triple H coming that- kind out. Of, like, it is interesting. Triple H definitely has his guys.
0: Yeah, and, and you knew that he was going to slowly work them back in anyway. Yeah, Like, it's the same thing with Vince. Vince had his guys, right? Like, mm-hmm. he 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 tried to do it without his guys for a few years. It didn't work. So what did he do? He brought his guys back. And he brought the guys back who were just going to say, Oh, you're such a genius. Vince, Vince. Oh, poop jokes. Poop jokes on Monday Night Raw. Gold stuff. Golden. Golden. But yeah, Trip, I think Triple
1: H is trying to put his stamp on, on creative and bringing in people that he he feels he can trust and go with on, on in that respect. And, and that's not really surprising. And, you know, Road Dogg was a part of that NXT roster for quite a while. So it stands to reason that he'll be able to fit back in, in some capacity, in WWE
0: and and while we may not like this guy personally like at the end of the day like that nxt run was phenomenal and if he had any part of that then he deserves a spot Yep. Yeah. um let's talk some video game news quick yes yes That's some like i feel like this is the first time i've been positive about this game in a long time
1: AEW fight forever released a gameplay trailer uh there is a full match Viewable uh, now between Adam Cole and Kenny Omega, th- with a commentary done by um, who was it? Now it was it was called, uh, was Colt Cabana, was it not? It was Colt Cabana and Evil Uno, right? I believe so. Yes. Uh, so you get to see that they are previewing this game, and to be honest, I I like I will say this: this is the this is. A, after the seeing this and seeing what they put together, I'm cautiously optimistic about this game.
0: Yeah, I will agree with you on that. This this had so much reminiscent of being like a No Mercy like game. Yeah, um, it 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 almost like oh, I salivated a little bit watching this. This was this was a lot of fun. And that's the thing. Uh,
1: the and it's not it's nothing spectacular, but it does look like it's a more arcadey, more. Fun, more cla- uh, similar to classic video game, and it's kind of what they set out to do, so hopefully it does end up working out that way and does end up playing that way, and we'll see once we get it. Certainly. Finally, before we get into our episode tonight, we should talk about Clash the Castle. Not much to preview yet, despite the fact that it is uh, about a week away. But there will be some matches, and I'm sure we can talk about uh, some stuff that is upcoming. But here's what we got so far: we have Riddle taking on Seth freaking Rollins in a singles match. We have a six-woman tag between Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Neo Sky. We have an IC title match. It's back, Rylan. Yes. Gunther versus Sheamus for the IC title. We have Liv Morgan defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Shayna Baszler. And we have the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, taking on um, Drew McIntyre. The About as hometown as you're going to get for Drew McIntyre. This is admittedly in Cardiff, which he is not Welsh, but um, that's about as close to Wales as you're going to get. Or close to Scotland, I should say, as you're going to get. Sure. With a pay-per-view. Sure. Yes. So I have two questions. One, of the first four matches, do any of them sort of catch your interest or any of them
0: um, have your attention? I uh, I want to see what what uh, Liv and Shayna can do. I think that, that that's, for me, an interesting matchup. Because Liv so far has been good and, and the, the title win has been fine, but it's been a lot of roll-ups. Right, and not to say that she can't have a good match. We saw her have great matches with Becky Lynch last oh, year. Oh yeah, um, but Shane is a different opponent. You know what I mean? Like she has a different pedigree than Becky Lynch, and I think I think it's going to be a challenge. But I also think that what I here I'll, I'll say this: I what I don't want is I don't want another roll up. That's fair.
1: I think for me. Shayna is a really good opponent for Liv. Because Shayna is very good at, at um, stalking her prey. She's very good at, you know, picking people apart. And she it does lead very nicely to hero, or to hero spots and big-time comebacks. Also, Shayna tends to wrestle well against um, quicker, smaller opponents. Right. And I definitely... Like the matches she had with with Kyrie, Sane were were great, great matches back in in uh, in NXT. I suspect we're going to see a, a very good match between these two, and I think th- the thing is for me, I want to see Liv carry on this title because I don't I don't want her first title run to be you know an abridged one, but Shane never had main. T- Main roster uh, singles gold yet?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Like, I, I feel like there's part of me that obviously wants Liv to carry on, but there's also part of me that's like, Nah, this is like, give it to Shayna. Let her run through a bunch of people, and then she's got a hot opponent for WrestleMania.
1: Um, for me, the match I'm sort of the most looking forward to of the four. I think Riddle and, and Seth Rollins will probably have, be the the show stealer. And, you know, anytime you get to
0: see Oscar wrestles, it's fantastic. I mean, I saw Rollins versus Riddle at that house show. And let me tell you, it was a street fight and it was fire. It was fire. But Gunther versus Sheamus. That's a dark horse to be match of of the card.
1: Yeah. Like Gunther works great with anybody. Sheamus, I think. He's not a guy who's going to give you, like, fantastic matches night in, night out, but he's a guy who can deliver in big shows, and especially because I think the crowd's really going to be behind him. Right. I think that could be a very
0: special match. I, I do, too. I think it's going to be, I think that's going to be a match that, like, hold on to your seats. This might seal the show.
1: Now, here's the, the second question I wanted to ask you. Is this the person who's going to beat Roman Reigns?
0: I think that it should be so this is my thing with and I've said this time in and time out Drew never really got his moment because of the pandemic his Wrestlemania was turned into the squash match against Brock then he held the title for quite a long time lost it to Bobby Lashley uh, won it back from Bobby Lashley, lost it to Bobby Lashley again, and then lost to Bobby Lashley following WrestleMania. I think the fans. highlight
1: match probably in his run was the the one-sided uh, no DQs match with Dolph Ziggler. Right. Which was a very good match, but, like, again, it, that's not the most highly memorable match you can think of.
0: Right. And, and not to say that I think Drew's going to light the world on fire in the next six months, but he might. Like, he really might. This is he's, a guy he's who... He's more than talented enough. Exactly. He's more than capable uh, promo-wise. He's more than capable in-ring. This guy looks like a giant, like a, like a complete and utter brute. He moves quick. He, like, all of his stuff is fucking just tight. I really, really like Drew. So what I'm saying is I hope so. Because there's a part of me that feels like It might not happen because while Triple H is changing things, I don't know if taking the title off Roman is, is, or at least with Drew, is his number one priority. It could be. I I think that there's certain guys that you got to give it up to their dedication, hard work, and this is a guy who started the pandemic as champion and tried his best. He never got the real opportunity to do it in front of the people. So I say give it to him and give it to him in this moment just to see how big of a fucking pop you can get. I will say you have until the end of
1: the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, in my opinion, to get the title off of
0: Roman Okay.
1: Because I think if we're going to Roman versus The Rock, which... Yeah, I kind of do want to see that. <laughs> but do I have any interest in it if it's for the title? No, zero. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because The Rock's not taking the title. But do I have interest in it in who is going to be the, the like the true tribal chief of the family? Yeah, that sounds interesting. That sounds like it could be like a really good, especially if we're trying to give The Rock like. The best return, like, you hit Stone Cold Steve Austin at the last pay-per-view. Well, the best way to do a Stone Cold match in uh, 2022, as it turns out, is to have him punch a person all around the ring. And all over the arena. Yeah. And then take a suplex on the outside. But it's like, it was a very, like, there weren't a lot of bumps, it wasn't like a big time in-ring whatever, it was a Donnybrook.
0: Right. Right.
1: And I feel like that's the type of match that we should uh, we could get between Roman and, and the rock if we were gonna do that. But ultimately, I don't think that should involve belts. And I think um, at that point, I would like to see somebody else have an opportunity at that, at that title spot. I don't know who yet,
0: but I think Kate's Owens is coming. Uh, I think Owens is coming for it. They're They're there slowly, but surely. Lighting that guy on fire. He's also got something going with Theory,
1: so I could see them. If Owens were to take the title, I could see Theory trying to take it from him.
0: Sure, but also they've also had. Oh, I should. We should mention um, Johnny Gargano is no longer on the free agents list. Nope, he signed. He has signed with the WWE. He showed up on Monday Night Raw, cut a promo, superkick Theory. Um, so. Man, this is, a, this is the Wild West in wrestling right now, isn't it? It is.
1: Uh, it'll be interesting to see where we're going to go with... And it, it's going to be interesting to see, especially, I think, in WWE, if they're going to open the taps back up for some of the... Especially the younger um, wrestlers out on the indies. If we're going to get to see them make their, make their trip into WWE. So I think we will. I agree. Let's move on to our main... Or let's move on to the show. We're going to run through the show very quickly.
0: Two minutes, uh, Kyle. Two minutes.
1: Alright, let's do it. We had a Chris Jericho slash um, Danny Garcia slash Brian Danielson promo, which led to Garcia walking out on Jericho and Danielson and Jericho setting up a match for All Out. We had Jay Lethal defeat Dax Harwood in a match and Sanjay Duck come out and confirm that the match at All Out is not going to involve him or Satnam Singh, but Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns will be taking on FTR and Wardlow. That match is going to be fire. Thunder Rosa cut kind a of promo saying that she um, basically has to walk away from the title and that at All Out will have an interim championship match. We'll get to the details of that later. Colton Gunn defeated Billy Gunn in a match. Uh, There was some post-match shenanigans which involved Swerve and Lee coming out and making the save on the Acclaimed. Death Triangle and the United Empire had a stare-down promo. Not much to report there. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeated Kylan King in a pretty quick match. That led to a brawl which included all four members of the four-way match that is going to be taking place. That being Baker Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, and Jamie Hayter uh, for the interim championship. We then had a brief promo between the Claimed and Swerve, which confirmed that the Claimed and uh, Swerve for our Swerve and Our Glory is going to be the title match for the Tag Team to Belts at All Out. Then Moxley defeated CM Punk clean as a whistle in about three minutes. For the... To win the... AEW World Championship. We will talk about that later. Christian Cage cut a promo. He was in a sling. He says he's coming for Jungle Boy. But we'll get to that later. Well, I don't know we will get to it later. But suffice to say, I have a feeling he's not. Ricky Starks cut a promo. We will talk about that later for sure. Uh, in which he challenged... Um... Hobbs to a fight it All Out. That is almost assuredly coming. Yes. John Moxley cut a, a very good, fireful promo. And then United Empire and Death Triangle had like half an hour or more and filled it with excellent wrestling. United Empire picking up the victory over Death Triangle.
0: Very to, surprisingly.
1: To move ahead in the Trios tournament. I assure you we'll be talking about that later.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Ryland, why don't you give me some honorable mentions? I only have two this week, uh, so I uh, actually you know what I have three. I have three. Uh, number one, the women were not in the nine fifteen time slot. We did it, AEW. We did it. Now keep doing it. Keep doing it because this is ridiculous. Did we have even them, have? Did we them even open one week? Yes, yes. And also, like, not to say that there was anything wrong with the match this week, but like, it was also kind of eh, like. I, 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 this week was, it was a strange, a it, it was a squash and it was a strange week because of the fact that we had the Thunder Rosa announcement, but that would have been the perfect time to throw Jade Cargill on the show.
1: Yeah. She says she's going to be on Rampage instead.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: like, they're trying to get those ratings on Rampage. So. I mean, Jade Cargill seems to like, they seem to have like a, a, sort of a de facto rock roster split where like. Jay Cargill could be on Dynamite, but she tends to be on Rampage. Same, same thing with Hook. Hook was the draw on Rampage for quite some time. Right. And I do think that they kind of have that idea that certain people are just going to be on Rampage more than
0: than others. But who knows? Um, was that it for your mentions? Uh, s- sorry. Uh, I had Ricky Starks' outfit. His attire for this evening, uh, mint. If I was in that shape and I'm nowhere near, um, I would be dressing like that daily. Daily. Why not? Why not? He was wearing a neon green shirt and leather pants, Kyle. Yes, he was. Uh, And my uh, other honorable mention, uh, also fashion uh, sense, uh, Chris Jericho shoes. Like, come on. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) They were great. They were great. Sparkly shoes. My man's out there in bedazzled boots. Um,
1: my honorable mentions. I only have one, but it's sort of split into things. It's we're setting up matches for All Out. It's good. We're really building the card. Jericho and Danielson. They claim and Swerve in our glory. Uh, the the women's four way match. It's it's coming together. That's quite a show. Oh, we've and the the trios match between. Um, FTR and Wardlow and and Mortar City Machine Guns with Jay Lethal. That's a great yes. match.
0: Yes! Yes!
1: That lots was the of got, Lots of stuff got set up. Um, we'll... We we did not actually review it beforehand, so we'll be doing this a little bit live, but Rylan, um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Um, my number five was Thunder Rose's promo. Did you have this? I did not. Okay, so Thunder Rose cut a promo, and... It, it just kind of stung. Clearly upset. Uh, she had to relinquish her title. She wrestles a lot. Uh, not all of it, obviously, on AEW. So it does seem like injuries have caught up with her. And she's going to be coming back uh, with an in- uh, to face an interim challenger at some point. We'll see who that challenger ends up being. Um. Tony Storm and Dr. Britt Baker are probably the two heavy favorites going into the match, but you know what you could do? You could have it be Jamie Hayter. Yeah, you could. The nice thing about Jamie Hayter is that sets up her and Britt Baker right away, and then you can hold off Thunder Rosa until the blood feud is done with her and Britt Baker.
0: You could, yeah.
1: I, 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 I'm for it. But any number of ways you can go with this. I think all of them are compelling, so even Karushita would be compelling. I just don't think she's going to win. Um, but yeah, Thunder Rose's promo, clearly very heartfelt. Um, it's sad to see her not be able to compete, because she always, she tends to deliver in these big matches, especially. Like, she's, she's usually fire on the pay-per-view. But we'll see what happens. Um, I look forward to her coming back. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a long injury, so hopefully she'll be back soon. But uh, we'll we'll
0: we'll see. Yeah, definitely. My number five uh, was Daniel Garcia's promo, uh, along with them booking Jericho and 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 Danielson for the pay per view. I think that's going to be fire. Uh, but Garcia, in, in particular, has been somebody who has been impressing me week after week after week after week. The only the only gripe I had with this promo was the The phrase "leave me alone," it just it made him sound like such a little boy, in comparison to these like grown men that he's working with. So, that was the only gripe I had. But otherwise, I thought it was a solid number five.
1: Yeah, that's fair. It was it was good to see him uh, come into his own. It's interesting to see where we're going with him too, because yes. we have this match set up with yes. Jericho and Danielson. What are we doing with Daniel Garcia? I guess we'll see. Yeah. My number four, Moxley and Ponder. Did you have this?
0: I did as number my number three. Okay. Uh, we'll wait until then. What was your number four? My number four was Jay Lethal versus Dax Hardwood. That's my number three. So let's get to the number threes. Yes. <laughs> uh you'd start with yours uh hardwood and Lethal I thought this was a great match. Dax hardwood has proven that not only is FTR the greatest tag team of 2022 but he might be a front runner for wrestler of the year like this guy has great matches with everybody Osprey uh God who else is he had a punk uh his like, tag team partner yeah uh, cash cash wheeler just fantastic stuff every time he laces up his boots. This guy's great. Um, I just thought this was, was phenomenal. I love Jay Lethal. He's yeah. one of my favorites. So, like, to see him in this position uh, with Dax Hardwood it was great. I, I didn't even mind the, the, the kind of, like, screwy finish with the roll-ups. I didn't care, because I thought this match was great.
1: Uh, the match was really good. I think the idea, you know, Jay Lethal getting one over on Dax Hardwood, obviously, especially with Wardlow not really being able to get at these guys, I think um, Sanjay Dutt is going to get thrown through a table or something at the pay-per-view. It's, it's possible. But it's exci- It's an exciting match. That is a, a very interesting one. Wa- it's it's going to be a very different tenor to the other trios match that we're going to be getting. Right. Um, so yeah, that's why I had Harwood and, and Lethal as my number three. I thought the match was really good. Um, you had Moxley and Punk as your number three. Just talking about this very briefly... Um, I joked with Ryland, uh He did not appreciate my joke uh, that this is the uh, my favorite punch, punk match. Um, obviously, it isn't. But suffice to say, like this was, it's nice to be caught off guard.
0: Yes, that's what that's why I liked it because th- we did not. We, we we thought about every other way they could have gone about it. we talked about a time limit draw we talked about a fucked finish but we never talked about a squash match no and we didn't talk about squash about a squash match due to uh, potential re-injury or anything like that i thought they pl- both guys played their part really well here like moxley came in with fire which he should have punk came in with fire then he hurt his foot and he played that i hurt my foot not that i hurt my foot but i'm gonna power through and be a pro wrestler it's a whole shit i hurt my foot
1: yeah and obviously moxley taking advantage picking up the victory walking away with the titles it keeps his momentum sky high yes um and we'll see what happens if we're gonna get a rematch at the pay-per-view or if it's going to come in another time, whatever the plan is going to be, like you have to presume that CM Punk is wrestling in Chicago.
0: Yeah, I can't see it not happening. But uh, we'll, the time will tell as to what we're going to get there. I feel like we're, now we're just we're opening up the door for like no disqualification. Yeah, like I all over Twitter today, tonight. Why, why didn't Moxley bleed in this match?
1: <laughs> I, think, I I hope people were joking. Um, <laughs> Why didn't he lead in a, in a three-minute squash match? Um, it was good.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I thought that, that it was the best thing you could do with this scenario to also get it. Because, like, again, I feel like this is what, what we're going to with the pay-per-view. Like, I don't see it going any other way. So uh, Moxley got to win in his hometown. Punk's going to win in his hometown. Uh, not quite hometown, but close enough. Yeah, close enough. Nice. Uh,
1: Cleveland, Cleveland, and Cincinnati do have feelings about each other. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Britt Baker poked at some of those feelings today. <laughs> she she was wearing uh, Steelers gold as she was putting away the home state hero Kylan King in about
0: two minutes. In proof that AEW sometimes will fuck you over in your hometown too.
1: Yep. Um. So for my number two. I had the Ricky Starks promo. Did you have this?
0: I had the Ricky Starks promo as my number two. Not much to say here. He was he was awesome. Yes. Yes. This was like the best he's ever been, I think. Like, don't get me wrong. That promo after losing the title, I think, was fire too. But this was like him coming out like Dwayne Johnson in 1998. You know what I mean? Like, he felt like a fresh guy who just wanted to get this match over and he, he hit all the points he was supposed to get to, and it was, like I'm excited for the match. I'm very excited for the match.
1: Yeah, I think the match is going to be fire. I think it's going to be brutal. Yes, I agree. We will see what, what ends up happening between those two, but that's an exciting match. There's a lot of stuff on this show that's been really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these two are going to have a very... Uh, I do wonder if there's still going to be a step between these two. It's possible. Uh, it's possible. I'm, I'm hoping that... I, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, these two cage or these two, you know, no holds barred if we wanted to go down that road. Because, yeah, this match kind of deserves it. it. Is there anything more you wanted to say about Starks?
0: No, uh, other than... Other than uh, I think this is the... the, the I, I, he's, I think, a front runner for best improved of 2022.
1: Uh, there are a few people, but, yeah, he's definitely in that mix. Um, most improved, rather. I hope, Rylan, uh, that I speak for both of us and I say the number one thing tonight was the trios match. Yes, sir, it was. Boy, oh, boy, Th- this match—it <sighs> starts with Will Osprey and Ray Phoenix,
0: which just, is enough said.
1: Yeah, just delivering on three minutes of them two being you know two boys made of springs. We got all of the best hits from from everybody involved. We got uh, Pac looking like an absolute monster throughout this match. We had, um, oh my goodness, a, a, an Avalanche brainbuster, Buster. Uh, dueling double Poison Ranas. We had Will Ospreay and Pac deliver some of the best sequences. Um... We've I've seen quite a even in this, even in how, how good this tournament has been so far. Probably delivering some of the best sequences of the tournament. We had an upset.
0: Yes, but uh, did 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 we talk? Sorry, I I may have I may have missed you uh, mentioning this. But did we talk about the rope walk German suplex? Oh
1: yeah, we had Ray Phoenix. Uh, We had Will Osprey trying to hold on to the ropes for dear life to not take a German suplex, and Ray Phoenix just walking across the rope and kicking him in the face.
0: Yes, magic. Ma- this whole match was magic. Thirty some minutes of magic. Yes, these two—they went through, I think, what four commercial breaks? Too many, but yes. But yes. it
1: was. I'm just like that. Just goes. To, I'm just. It's, it goes to show how long this match was.
0: Yes, absolutely. And
1: and here's the thing I will say, like, I will praise, obviously, Will Ospreay deserves a lot of praise for this match. And he did um, do the majority of the the heavy lifting, but credit to Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher for delivering in a big way, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I thought they had great spots throughout this match.
1: And yeah, we could see them next week. We get to see them take on Omega and
0: the Young Bucks, which—if you thought this was good—that that yeah. might be ten times better, and we just don't know it yet.
1: Yeah, um, like, and then, and and now we have to, and now we have to ask ourselves as we get to the end of this show—a
0: uh, pretty quick show tonight. Yes, we're, we're we're clocking under forty minutes right now. Um. What do you give this show? This is a three. This is a three for me. And most, hold on. And most of that three is the main event. I liked what they did with Punk and Moxley, but it was three minutes, right? I liked Dax Hardwood and Jay Lethal, but it was one match. I did not really care for Britt Baker and Kylan King. It was just there for me. Um, the promos were good, but, like, nothing got me over to the point where I was like, this deserves a 3.5 or a 4. This was a 3.
1: Um, this is a perfectly fine setup show. And it set up the pay-per-view in a big way, which is great. I think we got a bunch of additions to the pay-per-view, all of which are very fun. So I give that type of a show a 3. But then on top of it, you get a match of the year candidate on free TV. This show gets a four.
0: All right. All right. Fair
1: enough. Like, and that's the thing. I know these trios matches are more to my
0: taste than yours, but they're so good. No, I I agree with you that it's definitely great, but like, I just, I'm trying to be as fair as possible. And not, not and, and like, I have to, you have to remember, there are 52 of these motherfuckers a year. And if I'm giving everybody a four, then, like, oh, I my, feel I, like I'm being too generous.
1: I'm not saying that. Like, for me, the thing is, like, anytime I get a match of the year candidate on free TV, that's going to elevate the show for me. Fair enough. Fair and enough. I feel like this was a match of the year candidate on free TV. And this whole trios tournament has been great, but I think this was definitively the best trios match we've seen so far. I would agree with that. And it makes me excited for next week. And this whole show makes me excited for the pay-per-view in a way that I wasn't... Like, I was always going to get there, but like today was the building show that got me there. Right. I mean, the Acclaim versus River Your Glory sounds fantastic.
0: Yeah, that, that's going to be great. The rap Jer- before that is going to be fantastic. Jericho
1: Danielson sounds really good. Yes. Um, The women's four-way, I think, is an exciting match where it's... Really unpredictable, and um, on top of that, uh, and we knew it was coming, but still, Starks and Hobbs is gonna be a burn burner,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree with that too.
1: But yeah, this is this was exciting, we'll see what happens. We've got a week to build this Moxley situation. I agree with you, it's probably gonna be punk, but uh, it'll be good. I'm, I'm excited, I think this is a this is a great show, and I, or this has the makings of a great pay-per-view, and I can't wait to get to it. But we've got another week before we got Right. Rylan, it's the end of the show. Why don't you tell people where they can find us on the social medias? Well, you know what, Kyle? Before I do that,
0: where are you in Drive to Survive?
1: Um, I <laughs> have watched a couple episodes. Okay. I am, I am well behind, but I am, I'm going to get there. I I do have time. I do have plans to sit down this weekend to watch. This past couple weekends have been incredibly busy. I actually have some time this weekend.
0: Perfect. So expect a Drive to Survive edition of the Sports Report, or at least a portion of the Sports Report covering the first season uh, of Drive to Survive, the Formula One uh, Netflix documentary series. Uh, Kyle, are you ready to, to, to... Like, the couple episodes that you watched, are you are you hooked yet or not yet? I'm, I'm not quite hooked, but I'm excited to continue. Okay, excellent. excellent. Um, with all that being said, if you want to find us on social media, on Twitter, we are at WNWallop. On Instagram, we are just WNWallop. On Facebook, we are Wednesday Night Wallop. Look for myself, Kyle Joseph's name. That's us, black and gold, that's where to find us. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at ryam sport report. Kyle,
1: uh, you can find me at legendary kj. That is l e r e g e n d a r y k j. I can't believe we didn't talk about Kip Sabian. Kip
0: yes. Sabian attacked Pac. Yes, yes, they, they've been like hinting at that for the last few weeks with promo packages of him showing up at Pac matches, defending the title all over the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Kip Sabian is back. He looks like Billy Idol circa 1988. So, uh, another show in the books.
1: Thank you so much to everybody who listened all the way to the end. We appreciate you greatly. And you have been walloped. Good night. You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com Spear CO. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by ACAST. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com wallopmedia.